Hello, and welcome back to your new favorite podcast, MMR Talks. I am your host, Antonio Akaweli, and I'm feeling good today, and I'm joined again by Mr. Shlomo Bo. Shlomo, how you doing today? Oh, man. As always, I'm doing exceptional. I uh, had a wonderful week, wonderful weekend. The month Dude, is going very well. This year is actually going very well, so... I can't complain. And boy, was that a music fest that we had a couple of days ago. Just an absolute success. Oh, the absolute best. So much fun. DJ Snacks. Shout out to him. Shout out to DJ Vo. Shout out to all the wonderful acts. Maybe, it was great. Maybe we'll be doing it again in the future. And uh, speaking of which, uh, who do we have joining us today in the first studio? Well, well. I'll go first. We got uh, DJ Vo here in the living flesh. Mm-hmm. Um Anything new with me? Fucking dude, someone just hit my rental car. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm gonna have to deal with that shit. Here's the evidence: someone hit it. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck happened to be honest. And joining us for the first time, we got (laughs) Linsky. What's up? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm Alex, chilling. Anything new with you? Nothing really. Just still doing what I'm doing. What you doing? Hair, working. That's really it. Barber extraordinaire. Yeah, I'm uh, Shlomo's guy, DJ Vo's guy. He needs one right now, too. Yeah, I know. I, I've been, I haven't gotten well, a haircut. That's, that's for month. another day. That's for but uh, yeah, if you need a haircut, I don't mean to promote right now, but hit, uh, hit up Linsky over at uh, Addie's Barbershop. Yeah, and here's the thing. If he's busy, you can hit me up because I've actually cut many heads in my time. I will attest to that. I did train him. I did walk him through. Ooh, that's uh, a good segue. I walked him through. You, one you taught with, him. Uh, you taught him how to. James Askins. You, you yeah. taught him how to cut hair. Yep. You did. Oh, taught him how to cut hair. That was my teacher right there. Shout out to Linsky. It was a crash course, so it's, we'll see if he retained any knowledge. But. Please. No, that's a week. Now that's what we call a segue. If we didn't say the word, and uh, it brings in um, what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about something that you know, hopefully, everyone in America, even the world, has had, and that's a teacher. Yes, we all know what a teacher is. I want to ask you guys, uh, what you know qualities make a good teacher? You know, in in your opinion, what well, qualities? I think you got to be patient, bro. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's patience. Like, depending on obviously the level where you're teaching, you know, you have if you're you know elementary school, middle school, you have to have even more patience. That's but, true. Yeah, but beyond that, it's just patience. I think. I think you have to have the ability. Um, engagement is very important. Yes. Like if you are teaching, we'll talk about this down the line. If you're teaching like a subject that has been declared by the children as boring, you got to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, you can teach math and you can teach it by the books, but there's also you, a lot of teachers that like, they don't interact with, they have like a 25 kid class and they talk to f- the same four kids, the whole class. Oh, you got to be able to yeah. find, get a way to get every kid to participate and stuff like that. That's true. I'm, I'm triggered by uh, film studies. Our <laughs> teacher had has favorites. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they all sat right in the front. What, what are you thinking, Vo? Uh, I'm thinking the ability to like, inspire, too. Just yeah. To, like, yeah, just 100% to, like, motivate. Because, you know, when you're a little kid, you're thinking like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Oh, I want to, you know, fly, be a pilot. Just like, you know, just dreaming. So I feel like as a teacher, you should reinforce that. Like, maybe like if a kid was like, I want to become a pilot. Be like, oh hey, like you should, like t- makes like, st- like science classes or physics classes make more fun, you yeah. know, so that he's more willing to learn and like put behind the, um, the fact that it's like a bunch of numbers and 
you know, calculations, boring stuff, but you know, just make it more fun. Yeah, like you guys said. Who doesn't love a teacher going above and beyond? Like it like it's a cool it's like I remember like if you were doing like, you know, Girl Scout cookies or a charity thing and a teacher steps up and they, they say, Oh, uh, give me give me a box or give me like I'll I'll donate like five bucks, stuff like that. Like we always appreciate like like teachers who do that. I think also it's also very important that you have to like I think this goes for a lot of professions is you gotta care at some point. Because, you know, some – I don't really know how to explain it. But if you have a teacher who, like, really gives off that they care for you, like, it really just makes a difference in, like, that kid. It goes all the way from K to 12, you know, because I I remember when I, ha- I had a teacher. I'm, we're going to be talking about a lot of teachers that we had. Like, for me, I'm going to – if I, if they were good, I'm going to name names. But if they're not, I'm not going to say their names. But I remember Miss um, Volta from Quincy High School who is going to get married, so she will no longer hey, be Miss Volta. Hey, Mazel Miss uh, <clears throat> Volta. Good good stuff. I yeah, remember, she's good stuff. I remember she's I was – good stuff, all right. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. Miss Volta, if you're hearing this. He said it like that. I honestly didn't even mean it like that. I meant like she was good shit. I actually really enjoyed that class. I had Antonio was actually sat next to me in that class. So much fun. Uh, a lot of shenanigans. I believe it was like English 101 or I don't really know what the class 12. was. English 101. 101. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. I'm a college type <laughs> class. But it was like just a, yeah, you're, very, you're very, you know, run of the mill English class. Couple papers here and there. But yeah, shout out to her. She's getting married? Yeah. Wow. She, yeah, she, you know, hey, if you're listening, you need a DJ. Let us know. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll reach out. You know, I told her about uh, some potential <clears throat> venues, but um, back to the point. I remember I was nervous going into college because you know, you know, big fish, small pond, and you're going into the, into the the ocean. She goes, she goes, Antonio. You know, knowing you, you're going to do fine in college. You know, and I did exactly that, just fine. <laughs> and you know, and she was you know pretty cool too. Like I remember this one. It's actually really funny. Um, my, uh, it's not going to sound funny until I. Uh, my grandma died the summer going oh into senior year. <laughs> Story's not starting yeah, that's off. That's hilarious. Great. And okay. I told I told her, "Hey, I read uh one of the books. It was called uh, The Five People Who You Meet in Heaven." I go, and it was actually very. Oh, I know that book. I've yeah, read that. It was very special to me because my grandmother just died, and I really took that to heart. That being said, I only read one book out of the two <laughs> books, and she goes. I'm glad you enjoyed that book, but that's not a good excuse. I'm like, well, well there you go. <laughs> Damn. I guess I'm only taking one test. <laughs> that's awful. And on the... Yo, can we get into that for a second? Summer reading? Oh, my For God. real, real quick. That's the quickest way to get a kid to not like you as a teacher. I hated that <sighs> shit. Make him read a book in the summer. I think, yo, honestly, the books that they give out were pretty good, but it's like there was really no incentive because like, all right, you read this book and... What do you get out of reading it? It's like you're gonna get a test right first yeah, day of school. It's like legit. yo, I feel like there should have been like a, a reward Take the on the test. Pizza party, a little yeah, like if you know if you read the yeah, oh pizza party, right? If you read the book, you get a slice. If you didn't, you don't get a but slice. How do you prove you read the book though? <laughs> you take the test. If you didn't read this, yeah, book, yeah, you got to get at least a fifty on the test. Okay, so reward like if, if you get a good test score, if you get a ninety, you get three slices. You get an eighty, two slices, seventy, one slice. You get a sixty, you get to be in the room. If you fail, you have to pay for it. How about that? <laughs> See, there's there's the real book. consequences. <laughs> but I remember like one year we we were told to re- one of the options was the Blind Side, you know, the book, the Blind yeah. Side. And they go, they go, if you just watch the movie and think that it's gonna fly, it's not gonna. And I remember I had the book just sitting there. I'm like, I'll just watch the movie. Yep, you get the gist. I'm like, oh, like, you know, you know what? Because when you do summer reading, everything that happens afterwards just dogs onto it. So in in a way, it's 
importance isn't as i think the way it is is like if they see that you did it like oh this kid's serious i'm not gonna have a problem with him oh he just what he just watched the lovely bones freaky book freaky freaky story by the way and they're all like yeah i gotta i gotta watch out for this one yo antonio you mentioned uh like one of the things is like teachers kind of supporting and i think you mentioned like financially like oh if you're doing a fundraiser or whatever when I was in fifth grade, I had this dude, Mr. Conroy, absolute good dude. We talked about him on the show before. Yeah. And do you guys remember the pennies for patients? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Where like you get bring in like a sack of pennies and then like whatever your homeroom, um, you know, whoever Raises. raised the most yeah. bread gets pizza party. Dude, this guy was an absolute genius. So like he would offer. You finessed him. Yeah, yeah. He would offer like, you know, the bubble tape where like you, it's like a circle and it kind of pulls all the way out. Dude, he would like, if you brought in a few pennies or whatever, and same shit with box tops for education. If you came into the homeroom, you didn't even have to be in the homeroom. Like he would open it up to the whole grade, like come in, give us your box tops. And like, honestly, depending on how much he liked you, he would like judge it on like how much gum you got. And so it was such a flex and I was in that homeroom. And we had about, yeah, we had about three pizza parties just off the strength. Because we, like we were like the A, B, C, D, E, F homeroom. So all yeah. the kids at the top of the alphabet, we were in that room. Shout out to Mr. Conroy, man. He was, he was he, a good dude. He retired the following year. Called it quits, dude. Couldn't handle it. Had to end it on a good note with the With us, yeah. With yeah. Speaking on a, on a good note, there's a bad note. Uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on the inverse, I want to ask you guys, what makes a bad teacher? A bad teacher, yeah. Basically the reverse oh. of what we said, impatient, can't motivate can't inspire yeah i think for me a bad teacher is um is someone who who singles people out in class mm-hmm. like oh dude you know like mm-hmm. in, let me give you a story have you ever, you, ever, a class. you ever been placed outside in the hallway like they take your desk and just yep. put you out yeah. in the hallway <laughs> that, yeah. ha- that has happened to me so many times because i i guess when i was a kid i guess i used to talk a lot i wouldn't stop talking so they just grab my desk and just leave it in the hallway yeah, <laughs> I, only, I, I only got kicked out of class once and it was by uh Mr. Miller, who I'm cool with, because I was being an ass. I was talking throughout chemistry. He's all like, he's like, Antonio, go go to the corner. And I kept talking in the corner. Okay, go outside. And I was outside for two minutes, and then class ended. But we're cool now. Yeah. I remember one time, I was, I w- my desk was put outside. You know why? Because I was taking too long for the state's capital test. You know, there's no way a 10-year-old's going to know all the freaking state capitals. Like, I was, like, in the hall and by the door with Miss Rose. I was like, come on, Antonio, you know, what's the capital of New Jersey? I don't know. It's like a it's boy's a name. Uh, Steve. <laughs> Trenton. And it's like, okay, now what's the capital of Wyoming? I don't know. It's a girl's name. Uh, it was Cheyenne. But um, Really? The capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne? I'm pretty sure it is. That's wow. nuts. Hey, so, no, I'm kidding. But um, I something that um that I don't like when te- I think they have like a bad by the book style of teaching because I had one professor in college, her class was literally, I'm not gonna name names, but her class was literally here's the book, read the book, let's talk about the book. What a what what a way to spend tens of thousands of dollars, you know? Yeah. For for a semester <clears throat> of work, like I like again, you got to keep engaged, even though she she said one thing that um she was trying to shame us for not reading and um <laughs> it what she said actually stuck to me we we're reading a book about uh freddie d frederick Douglass, famous abolitionist and no one read the chapter and she says i want everyone to go home today i'm like awesome and she goes <laughs> and i want you to think about something that frederick Douglass said um he was talking about how all one of the only things that he ever wanted to do while he was a slave was to learn how to read and how much of a privilege it was to read back then 
and then go read Tiny's book. I'm like, oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad, bad for Fred. I feel, bad for, I feel bad for Fred like Douglas. I don't feel bad for you. And then she did a oh, so nasty. She put at the end of the at the end of the test. How did he escape capture? And everyone was all writing freaking like like bullshit. Like, oh, well, he went to the Underground Railroad. And then she says, I noticed how a lot of you put how he escaped. Do you know in the book he didn't explain how he escaped so slaves knew how to escape? And we're like, oh, oops. Oh, she bopped you guys. <laughs> yep. I'm all like, yeah, I fell for one beat. of those. Yeah, I uh, fell for one of those. So she was more of like, she's out. she was out to get you guys. You know what I mean? Like catch yeah. you guys slipping. So that's, that's I feel like that's one trait. There definitely are teachers like that who who have that, like, maybe they've been teaching for mad long. They have that bad taste where it's like, these kids are so, you know, they're never going to learn. Like, every year they get worse and worse and worse. It's like, no, like, it's just your attitude. She was a good person, but I don't think she was a good teacher. She wasn't engaging at all. Um, I've had a few teachers. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to. No, go ahead. ahead. I've had a few teachers in high school where, like, we would go in and, like, they would PowerPoint presentations and they would give us the notes with like some words blanked out and we would have to fill them in to obviously oh yeah keep that's, that seems fair and that was just like no but like that was just it you know that we did that for the whole year obviously the test here and there but like but then that was it so it made it just it made wasn't the much subject in- instruction yeah it made the subject just boring we we kind of just everyone in the classes viewed it as like we were coming in filling in the blanks and doing whatever in between you know yeah. talking talking about anything else uh, doing whatever else other than the class itself you know so uh, just maybe like going back to like uh, teaching habits do you guys remember uh any of you guys take italian at quincy high of course no i took espanol who was do you remember there was one italian teacher that was nuts miss cam yo shout out to miss cam that's the that's the cool one there's one i don't want to say her name because like she's there's a bad story so i don't want to like you can say it and i'll just cut it out you guys remember her no. She was there for one year, my freshman year. Me and Mike's a coach were in her class. Mike's a coach was talking, and he started talking back. They started arguing, and this lady was crazy. She ended up smacking Mike's a coach. What? Got Honestly. fired immediately. <laughs> Yo, but Mike Sack don't be stop acting talking. up sometimes. Yeah, bro. Sack be acting. But then at the day, like she just hit a student and got her ass fired in like yeah. three weeks or whatever. I don't remember her. How, how, do you, how did she <clears throat> smack him like like just a smack on the arm, but like nothing oh, crazy. But you can't do that. Yeah, you can't oh. get. You can't start screaming at a kid, get in his face, and smack him. I, I would. I would advise against that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's that's Man. a bad teacher. Oh. Don't hit your kids. This, this goes me a, a segue teacher. to um. My my mom would always tell me, and like teachers in Vietnam, like if you act up, they would beat your ass. And Swear like, up with you. Yeah. <laughs> they would like make you like face the wall, and then they would take like a bamboo stick and whip your ass. My shit. my mom yeah. said when she's at like school and she was a kid like if you did anything they just put your hand on the desk and yeah. smack into with a ruler yeah they and should bring that, that back was, bro that, that's what my dad People said he acting went, up he yeah. went to Catholic school and those yeah. nuns were crazy especially yeah, if you were writing uh, especially my, if you were writing with your left hand oh the devil's hand really <laughs> yeah yeah what, I'm a I've heard of that oh good stay out of Catholic school the devil <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy or I, I remember hearing one like the nuns you know, the teacher nuns would make you go out in the hall and you do the Jesus crucifix thing but instead of just holding your arms they put textbooks on your arms they're like you better hold those textbooks up and, and this is the way the Christ died for you my mom would say like Vietnamese teachers were for the really bad kids I kept acting up and I wouldn't listen they would make them uh, kneel on pineapples until like their knees would start oh. bleeding. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's a, inhumane. That's diabolical, dude. Yeah, that's awful. I don't know if they still Not do it, problem. but back in the day, <laughs> she said they did that. That's fucked up. I mean, I can only imagine like probably just worse in other countries. You know? Like, oh yeah. There's some countries. Imagine their parents' parents. They probably got their asks kicked. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I actually think another thing that that it makes a bad teacher is, um, because I had a teacher who was my freshman year English teacher. 
Um, she got moved up from middle school to the high school, and I don't think her lesson plan reflected, you know, the crowd who she was trying to teach. Like, I, I just think that she, I thought she was a good person, but she wasn't that, a good teacher. This this teacher accused me of plagiarism. This is the only, first and only time I've ever been accused of plagiarism. Did you, you plagiarize? Know. I did not plagiarize, for, for the fact. For the record. For the record, I did not. Because I go, she goes like, she said... I, this thing, this doesn't, this doesn't sound like you. I think you plagiarized. I go, no, that's not true because all this is spelled wrong. If I were plagiarizing, I was, it would have been spelled correct. She's like, oh well, all right then. You want to hear a story? story of plagiarism? Yeah, I was about to say, I got some stories <laughs> about plagiarism too. Yo, <laughs> I was actually recently. My mom is trying to sell the crib, so we were up in the attic going through all kinds of papers and whatever. And uh, I found some of my my binders from high school, and I, you know, I started flipping through them. Like, yo, what was I working on back then? And I found this notebook. I want to say it was like a math class. It was either math or science. There's a lot of formulas. And I immediately looked at it. And I'm like, yo, this is Liz's handwriting. Like, this mm. isn't even my, like, I did not do this assignment. And it was like four or five, six pages that she, like, shout out to Liz. But at the same time, like, if you've ever seen my handwriting, it was very, 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 very different than hers. And fucking bro. How I got out of that or how I was able to, like, explain, like, yo, I didn't do this work or I did do this work is beyond me. Dude, I've, 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 uh, I've plagiarized quite a bit. Ooh. What? Be careful touching this. It's just oh, my like, bad. Oh, I um, you think you're telling the shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're I good. thought you were like, don't self-incriminate yourself. No, because, like, I noticed, like, when it... See this? I might, I might incriminate myself right now, but I think um, the statute of limitations <laughs> is up. I might incriminate myself. Uh-oh. No, but um, I've like, there's been assignments in the past where like, oh, read a book and like write a paper about it, and I'll just rip everything from Spark Notes and just change like a few words here and there. It'll like make <laughs> they're like the essay has to be like certain length. I would like increase the size of the periods. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have like all. Sorts I've of heard tricks. people do like uh, like. You type a bunch of words yeah. and then you make it all like white or yeah. whatever. It's the oh, same background. Oh, I didn't yeah. think about that. <laughs> oh, I was, there was that also one. one where like for my English class, I did like an interview for someone, and I was just so lazy, I didn't feel like interviewing someone, so I just made the whole interview up with like a fake person. You, was, got, like, you a, interviewed yourself. Yeah, basically. That's <laughs> I got, like, clever. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm not interviewing someone. You know, the great thing about now is if you really know how to cite your sources, you really can't just put paragraph after paragraph after paragraph and said, oh, well, you know, Vice President Gore once said, and you, you literally just filled like a whole thing of like you know, three freaking paragraphs of something you said, that as long as you cite it. I mean, they'll get mad at you for like, really, you're going to say the whole thing. You're not going to abridge it at all. I'm trying to remember. Is there, any, is there any other thing that makes a bad teacher? So I think we're down to maybe if like teachers like that, like same thing that goes back to habits, but like what, what I did, like I finesse, you know, like I feel like that's not... Obviously, that's not the right way. I should be organically wanting to do the assignment and like creating my own content. But like, it, I feel like the way it was assigned or like the time, whatever it was, many factors probably. But I just like had no interest in doing it, you know. So maybe it goes back to that point, like just like inspiring some some sort of interest. Yeah. Even if it was like fun, minuscule, like you know, keep it fun. Uh, in your opinions, um, which subject, you know, English, you know, history, math, science, foreign language, which subject do you think has consistently had the best teachers? History. We can even include history. History. Yeah. You didn't say history. Yeah. I think so. All right. I, I mean, all, my, all my history teachers were the shit. Name some names. What, what Shatzel, they do? Were the they man. Cool? <laughs> yeah, Shatzel's um, the shit. Our, who was the eighth grade one? M- Mr. Holleran? Mr. Yeah, yeah, He yeah, was yeah. the goat. Yeah, He's yeah. the man. He's crazy. Um, <laughs> who else? Who else? <laughs> Ex-Marine. I just know I've never had a bad time, and I can't even like. I yeah. have to think about it a little more to name more names. But 
I, feel I like, just know I I like I always liked history. I always the teachers always were cool to me at least. I don't know. You know what I liked? Uh, there's a few different names for it, but like current events slash poli sci, political science, where it's just like kind of like current like current events, and then it translated to like when I was in college taking like poli sci classes, just hearing about like the world, and then having like open discussions on what you know what we think of it, what how people interpret it. Because then like you go around the class and you realize that like the way people perceive news and the way like people have different perspectives on certain issues that are going on in the world. I just really like always appreciated that and hearing from even like the quiet kids in class, like you'd have, it was an opportunity for like everyone sort of to chime in. And I feel like in a community and like, this is granted, this is a school environment, but like in the broader scheme of things, like I think that's what makes a good community is like open dialogue. I know in high school, I think I'm just going off of my opinion. Um, I really enjoyed all of my English teachers, even though I talked earlier about how one I really didn't like because <laughs> I think she was a good teacher, but she was like a good person. Like I really liked all my English teachers because the Eng- I think the English teachers are like they're, they're pretty hip and cool. Because I will say with English, like in literature and all that, everything else like history and math and science, it can't be interpreted. Like, in English, they, like, encourage you to, like, think differently. Like, oh, well, what does – I don't know. What does red mean in this yeah. picture? What does the Civil War canon in uh, Catcher in the Rye really mean? Like, like, you know, stuff like that. And even when I was in – when I went to college, the people who were very supportive of me and who liked – who I liked and they liked me a lot were all my script writing professors. Like, I had three, McHugh – uh, Negrin and Tarson. They're all Tarson was actually one of the writers on the first season of That's a Raven, but no big deal. Ooh, yeah, good guy. Pete. It's the future I can see. That's a raven. <laughs> it's so mysterious to me. It's a great show. I what was a gonna. Song. I was gonna say. Um, for I really liked in middle school. I liked all our science teachers, but I remember there's one science teacher in particular who completely spoiled the bunch. But we'll talk about which that. one. The fir- fifth grade teacher. Yeah, I'll I'll talk about that. She don't, was nuts. We'll talk about it right now. Don't dude. you worry. Yo, she was crazy. <laughs> Um, yo, we uh, real quick. Are we gonna get into bad teachers in a second? Oh yeah, we will. Because I have a whole that here. The next question is best memories with teachers. Funny, cool, cringe, kind, and then we can just put like you know, evil, vindictive, just bitch behavior. Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that specific teacher. I remember she had this like break front like uh, cabinet with mad like you know snacks. She used to have cosmic so, brownies. Pan- like she would be selling mad snacks. Granted, like you know. School lunch, you get apples, you get like you know all the healthy shit. She'd be in there making bands, bro. She'd and I remember like kids. kids from other grades used to come down to her class, like in between classes, she'd like be like making mad bread. She's, she's trapping. She literally was trapping. I remember as a student, even being in like the fifth grade, being like, "Yo, something just seems off." Like she probably is <laughs> not allowed to be selling all gotta this. Gotta go stuff. make a play real quick. Yo, for real, like middle <laughs> class, like some kid would knock on the door, she'd fucking go like, bust a play. Yo. <laughs> She was an older woman. She's like, damn. Was, Everyone hustles. a trap lifestyle. Can't give it up. Looking man. back, honestly, like, yeah, like, I respect the hustle. But at the time. She's probably getting underpaid. I'm like, yo, you're charging fifty for a cosmic brownie? Come on. She's probably getting underpaid, you know? She got paid a bill somehow. <laughs> Willingly rip right. off kids. Oh, Let yeah. me ask Whatever you. pays the bills, baby. <laughs> Which subject has had collectively, like, the worst teachers, like, in your oh, opinion? Science or math. I think science teachers are hardos. Dude, I think math is a 50-50 game. It's yeah. a hit or I've miss. Some, <laughs> hit or I've miss. had some really cool math no, teachers. True. I think science And then I've had stink. just some absolute bum math teachers. Like, <laughs> oh, man. 
I'm, sh- I don't want to name names. Why? But like, why? Why were they so terrible? All right. Well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll set this. I'll set the scene. I had a period eleven geometry class. I want to say like my sophomore year. Mind you, end of the day, and the room was on the side of the building that like the sun would hit just right. A wing, baby. And uh, and dude, the it was so warm in there. Like never had the lights on because she used to use those old school projector things to do all the stuff. <laughs> And I sat in the very back corner, and I honestly treated that as nap time. Like I would snooze throughout the whole class. Like out of out of a five day week, I would sleep four out of the five classes. And you want to hear absolute <laughs> finessement? At one point, I like I did have some like back issue, whatever. But uh, I convinced her to let me bring a pillow to class. Because <laughs> like originally I was like, oh, I have to sit on something comfortably. Seats are hurting my back. Oh yeah, that's fine. No worries. And she was a kind of a pushover. So, like, at a certain point, I just started sl- literally putting the pillow down and snoozing in the class. <laughs> but mind you, it's like, yo, looking back on it, looking back on it, and mind you, I looked through these books recently. It's like the sine, cosine, tangent. And then even beyond that, do you know what a mole is in terms of, like, energy? Yeah, oh, I do. Uh, One mole? Yeah. Two, yeah was like that a, a unit a, of measurement? It's yeah. Like a, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. For, like, elements and stuff. Hmm. What? In the hell do I need to know that for? You don't. In ri- you like, don't, for, like, like I get it. Like, like if, if you're going into science, right, if you're going to become a physiologist or whatever, right, that's very important information. But if you're going to become a DJ and run a radio station, why in the world did I spend I think the only, six um, months learning that? I think the only two classes that were necessary, grade one through 12, like the shit they actually taught were history and English. Because English, you need to speak. History, you need to know because you don't repeat the same dumb shit. Well, no, dude. Before. Like I just said, I think it depends on it. the student, right? And I think it shouldn't happen like post-college or like your junior year of high yeah. school where it's like, hey, you kind of have a, you kind of want to do whether it's criminal justice or, you know, you pick your major. I feel like it should happen a little bit earlier and like try 100%. to find out even, what kids really in like. In Italy, they it's, start that at 14. They say like you only start learning things that you want to learn at age 14 in Italy. So they teach you all the basics till then. And then it's like at 14, you're basically a college student. <clears throat> all right, go 18. free. Go learn what you want. Well, no, not yeah, learn what you four, want, but it's 14 like, 14 to 18 is when they do that. Then 18 on, they're done with school. It's just hard to make a decision that's for the whole population, you know? Like, yeah. That's why it's up to by state, like what classes do they take to yeah. what? Like, I guess with mass, they just try to expose you to so many different subjects for so long. So that's, I guess that's, but like the thing is, a lot of people don't know what they want to do. That's you true. Know, people will always, dude, even people are still figuring out their lives at 40, 30, 20, you know what All I right. mean? So it's really hard to like say like, oh, like we should just let the kids like focus on what they want to do. Cause you know, 10 years, they could do, want to do something completely different. 100%. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like I agree. It's like, like it must, I agree. You know, and it makes it harder for the teachers because the yeah, kids sure. don't care if this is like, yo, they I could, don't like, care about any of this information. Mm-hmm. How do you teach that kid? Yeah. Really? Like, how like how do you That's force somebody to learn? Al- I was a decent student, but Algebra 2, I failed it because, and I had to go to summer school because was, I had no interest. How, why do I want to do it? I think instead of, once you get to the point you're teaching algebra, geometry, stuff that necessar- not every kid necessarily is ever going to use, teach them like like personal finance, how that yeah. class was a joke, make that not a joke class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make that a real... Here, do a W-2 right sh- now. Exactly. Uh, That's a more useful math math class than oh, yeah. Algebra 2, in my opinion. For I me... They cater it towards like kids who are going to college. I think you're... you're teach like, them life lessons. You're 
gen eds like you have to take certain math classes but in order to take them you have to have like somewhat proficiency in math whether it's like algebra two algebra one yeah but like not everybody's going to college so there's also i also um i was talking about this a while ago with my sister and she was telling me uh she was like um like they don't teach it because you need to know it they teach it to teach you problem solving so like when you're out in the real world and you face a big problem, all that like having to solve problems with algebra, like you're thinking pretty hard. It like trains your brain to critically think in crunch time scenarios. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's one of the, it's more that thing than it is like, oh, they need that information. It's just training the brain to think critically. Yeah, I, you know That's what it is? Point. I think it's, we just have so much. It's like we spend the whole year, 10 months or nine months in school, you know, like in other uh, countries or, or, uh, places of the even in america they, they have a different system like i know in mm-hmm. arizona i think it's like two months off one two months on one month off two mm-hmm. months on one month off year-round schools yeah yeah so like you know that i feel like that if you do the math you get more free time so like you know you spend like in a mass 10 months out of your year for like 12 years you know it gets shit gets old yeah you know? i think it trains mm-hmm. you in that nine to five grind where yeah. it's like that's what the school hours seven are to two thirty where it's like nine to five yeah like you go in there and like you can't leave really like you can't we don't leave. have open you're camp. born Granted, like open yeah, campus is kind of crazy like, school is just grooming kids basically yeah grooming them for nine to five there you go okay Exactly. And then it goes like you got to make sure. Goes, like, <laughs> nothing you, crazy, nothing crazy. Then it goes like, how do you best prepare kids for the world? You know, it's just it's so hard. What a to, job, like, dude! You really like you to can, figure that shit you out, can't, bro. Yeah, really. I was gonna say like I value teachers because I don't want to grow up in a world of idiots. Like it's not. It's, it's not true. only not only it's the system needs to be efficient. But That's like, gonna happen regardless. The so. teachers on the front line need to care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I so, agree. I'm trying to think. Um. Back back in the subject. Um. I really didn't. Um, I was gonna say. I liked all my history teachers and my math teachers because I know math teachers. I liked all my math teachers. Pritch Dog, Lane. Pritchard was the shit. Pritchard was a homie. Mm-hmm. She she got she got married now too. She's really? named, yeah. She's named something else too. Oh shit. Let's see. Um, Pfeiffer. No, I didn't yeah, have. He's Pfeiffer. the one that failed me. Fuck him. I, I like Pfeiffer. He's a <laughs> I just had no, I liked him. Study. I liked him till he. Till I needed a 53 for the term to pass for the year, and he gave me a 51. I was like, dude, you have to. <laughs> That's to on you. How did you not get at least a 53, dog? Because I thought it was a gimme. I was like, me and this dude are boys. <laughs> Turns no, out we weren't boys at all. <laughs> I will say in middle school, I know that at, at point, a lot of the history teachers kind of had like a stigma of – I remember when we, were, when we were in fifth grade, remember uh, Miss Driscoll? We, she just kind of became – the teacher that no one liked that that was that's what we said <laughs> i had no problem with her but she just kind of became the teacher no one liked i thought she was fine she was the first person i ever heard say hell in a classroom I'm like are we allowed to do that i thought that was only allowed at church <laughs> she, oh my she's goodness mad sarcastic from what i remember like she would say some serious like some sar- sarcastic shit and people were just soft and then like they didn't like her i think <laughs> Miss Green, uh, we're not going to talk about when Miss Green fell in Boston, but Miss Green, she was the first, uh, the first time I ever failed a test. And but back when, back in the day, I don't know if they still do this. If you failed the test, you had to send it home and have your parents sign it, uh-huh. and then bring it back. I failed. Sounds brutal. Typical twelve-year-old. I failed the history of Germany test, oh, and I'm all like, "What? How the hell are you going to make a twelve-year-old know about the 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 Prussian?" Prussia and the Nazis and then the Berlin Wall and when they're freaking 12. Did you guys um at point 
I know Jackson did. Did you guys have to on Thursdays get your agenda signed and brought back? Of course. Oh yeah. my god. There by, was, by who? Mom and dad? Yeah, yeah. You no. go home like in say for example, seventh grade, At it's Thursday, you go home. You had to have your parents sign yep. your agenda book and bring it back, and the teacher would check it first so thing in the morning. Stupid. I remember I, I was I was like that. religious about it. like I always got it done. One week I didn't do it. I walk walk in the building. I check my. I was like, oh my god, my god, rip my agenda. I'm flipping through it. I started like crying, sprinted to the bathroom, and I'm like sweating in a stall, like, like <laughs> trying to like forge the signature. I was like legit sweat. It was like crunch time, and I was like, did you get bopped? No, I got it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I it was remember. a 10 minute detention. 10 minute if you didn't do it. I was like, my mom has to wait. She's going to kill me. She's going to know you're in detention too. <laughs> yeah, legit. Oh, that makes it, I'm, I'm triggered thinking about that. Do you remember Miss Driscoll? She had the freaking stamps at the agenda book. Oh, it would yeah. either be no homework, bam, no homework, oh, yeah, <laughs> incomplete yeah, homework, yeah. incomplete, or like see me, boom, like all that. those stamps. Oh, those stamps scared the crap out of me. Um, oh, but um, I remember I, I enjoyed Mr. Fisher. I think he 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 was one of the last. Um, Mr. Fisher was our seventh grade history teacher, and he left. A lot of the history teachers uh, got forced out because it was the recession, and the thing that got cut was history. So everyone had to revolve around history. I I remember enjoying uh, Mr. Fisher, except for the one time. You know, I don't know. If there was a little turf war between Mr. Fisher and Miss Loftus. <laughs> oh God! And this one time. Um, Miss Loftus told us, oh, this one time my kids, you know, like my homeroom kids, um, they would stand in Mr. Fisher's class and they wouldn't turn around or they would turn their desk around and not do anything. And then we did that in Mr. Fisher's class and he flipped out on us. The only thing I really remember from that year was like, for some reason, like people, and I'm like, I'm not going to include myself, but people uh would just throw shit out the window it was on the second floor <laughs> like, like i'm talking textbooks like Why? teacher's cars are right there yeah just for no reason like would just <laughs> dump shit out the window like i'm talking like anything like books just kids throwing shit yeah it's just, it's just yeah and we got in mad trouble i remember one point someone did some shit and he was like we're not going to continue this class until like somebody Admits confesses. confesses yeah, <laughs> Yo, we sat there for like 20 minutes, just dead silent. Obviously, once it's mad quiet, you just hear like people start giggling and shit. Yeah. And he just got think more and more mad, bro. Oh, man. I remember that class being absolutely humiliated when I accidentally called the Punic Wars the Pubic Wars. <laughs> humiliated. Do you guys remember uh, Lundquist? Yeah. yeah, yo, Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh, that so, that uh, chess movie. Yeah, she, show? she looks exactly like the Queen's Gambit. She kind of does, dude. It's so funny. I love that class. Honestly, she used to have like Jeopardy style, like every she day was in cool. the morning. She was, it was cool. like she, she was had two Amish. Two questions of the day it was like, yo, on today's date in X Y Z, this happened, or it'd be like a person or whatever, and there was no limit on guesses. Oh yeah. So I'd be in the front row, just like firing off <laughs> anything. She'd be like, in uh, 1958, this person, and I would just, like, think about the 1950s. George Washington. I'm like, Jesse Owens. <laughs> uh, like, just, like, anything from that era, I would just start rifling it off. And I think you got extra bonus points in your test. So, like, I was not a great student, but those bonus points hit perfectly. When I was in a, I, when I, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I went to Europe with the school. And we went with three other schools from, like, lots, like, California and like that. And... I was supposed to have a room with one of the guys from California. He goes, yo, I'm just going to stay in my girlfriend's room. I'm like, 
are you sure? Are you allowed to do that? I'm like 15. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm in the shower and then I just hear a knock on the door. I'm like, okay, I'm coming. I'm going to put on my clothes. Like I still have barely anything on. And he goes like, is everybody decent? It's Miss Lundquist. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, come, come on, on in. in. Yeah, like, come the on, water's come fine. On in. And she's like, aren't you supposed to have a roommate? Oh, he's not here. Well, where'd he go? I don't know where he went. Uh-oh. <laughs> he, he never came back at night. That's crazy. I remember that. Um, let me ask, do you guys have any memories with your teacher? Any like long lasting memories you have, like funny memories, cool memories, cringe, kind, just or just horrible memories? Have I have any? a good one, but I don't want to say the name. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say it. You guys can cut it if you want, Mr. Thought I was gonna bang her once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was detention. Oh. Only me. She was giving me eyes, dude. Thought it was about to happen. But... Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. hold that. We'll come, we'll come back to that. I didn't have the nuts to pull the trigger on like making a move. It's like a teacher, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the but balls. she like, if I could go back now with the mind I have now, I think it could happen. You think so? No, you yeah. could go back right now. You're, but you're, I was like 17, like stupid. I don't know. Hey, who, who wasn't horned up then? on a Thursday? <laughs> you would have got caught. Somebody would have yeah. found out. Probably. And you I would have told everybody. So yeah, yeah. And you would ruin that woman's life and you get oh, off scot-free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, Miss Martin, too. She almost blew the school up. She uh, put a hot pocket. Wait, oh, okay. Different. She put a hot pocket in the microwave. Uh-oh. And instead of like three minutes or whatever, she put on like three hours. We're in a double period. It's like an hour 20 and the microwave's like still going and everyone just <laughs> forgot about it. It's just like, we see her boof and then just flows up in flames. Oh, like, fuck. Oh, shit. Microwave's on the whole time. <laughs> Dude, you know what's mad fun? fun with fire. I'd say like teachers who brought you on field trips were always the best. Bro. Oh, dude, Hell as yeah. you got older, yeah. you went on less field trips. That was so whack. Yeah, you appreciated them more. Yeah, you know what teachers know. also liked? Ones that like this is mainly for high school. Ones that didn't care if you weren't in their class, and I mean mm. that like in study period, I would leave. Like I never was in my study, and so I'd float around. I go find my friends, whatever class they were in. I used to go to broadcasting a lot. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Mr. Green. Like, I would just post up in the class. Like, I used to go to uh, Miss Hoyt, who's a Spanish teacher. But uh, yep. she was also my homeroom teacher. So I was cool with her. I used to fucking sit in there, learn some Spanish at, while I'm at it, flirt, do what I got to do. I love Janice Hoyt. Literally, like, when we, in broadcasting, we would get out at 2.15. And if I had something somewhere to be at 2.45, I would literally just barge into Miss Hoyt's classroom and hijack the classroom. i go, we're not, we're done with Spanish. I'm going to teach you. She would let me teach her kids about whatever. I'd always teach the kids about survival tips. Oh, hell yeah. She was, I love her. She's amazing. Janice Hoyt, come on the show. I got to shout out Miss, <laughs> Miss Amira, dude. So I skipped my study. I think it was Miss Matthews. Uh, she went to Europe with me too. And she was she was a type where it's like, if you're in study, like you need to be working. You can't use your headphones for some reason. Yeah. So first day, I'm like, this is not happening. So I, I just didn't show up. Like, I just never went to her study. And like two, I think it was like two months later, uh, I'm minding my business. I'm eating my food at lunch. And the, the dean was like, yo, come to my office. I'm like, oh, shit. Mind just months later, I had no idea what was going on. She's like, she pulls, me a, pulls out a piece of paper and there's like something like 20, 25, 30 cuts from like my, my, uh, study period she's like yo what where have you been and i'm like what do you mean like miss <laughs> matthews like i don't have her as a teacher she's like what do you mean i was like oh i switched out of that mad long ago she's like really what what did you switch into that didn't it doesn't show it on your schedule i'm like oh yeah i switched into a uh, miss amira's study and she's like really 
I'm like, yeah, like completely pulled it out of my ass. So she she went, she's ashtray, like, huh? she's like, oh, all right, well, can you just have her sign this? Because we didn't know that we'll have it switched over in your thing. I'm like, oh, perfect, yeah, no problem. Leave lunch, go upstairs. She, thankfully, like she was having her lunch period too, and I knock, I'm knocking the door. I'm like, hey, um, I'm gonna need a favor. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> she was mad cool about it. She That's hooked sick. it up, signed it over, yeah, and then she, like I could just dip during that period. I used to go to broadcasting. Fly. That's sick. But yeah, shout out to Miss Amira. Dude, I have a uh, story of me getting suspended. Uh-oh. It was in middle school. So our uh, science teacher would flip out and, like, when he, whenever he freaked out on, like, a student, it was so funny. Like, <laughs> he would, like, I remember, like, we had, like, a few annoying uh, kids in the class who would, like, push him and stuff. And Sorry. I remember this girl who would, like, kept, like, asking, like, for a pencil and stuff. And, like, one time he snapped. He, like, grabbed the whole, like, cup of pencil and he just, like, threw it at her. He's so, just, <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone laughed and everything, and like but he was genuinely like freaking out. It's your yeah, and like uh, okay, so one time I just decided to like uh, I thought it'd be good content to record him. Right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's in his producer bag yeah. back then. So like I have like good footage of him freaking out, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm in my homeroom right at the end of the day, and I'm like showing everybody, and uh, my homeroom teacher. Mr. Holleran, he came over and was like, the oh, goat. what are you guys watching? <laughs> <laughs> Me not thinking any of it. I show him the videos of uh, Mr. V uh, freaking out. And he's laughing, too. He thinks it's hilarious. Bro, the next day I come into school, right? As soon as I sit in the homeroom, fucking the principal and the vice principal come and get me. And, like, they all bring, bring me to the office. And then, like, and then they start talking about the videos. And I'm like, what? what? And they're like, yeah, Mr. Holleran told us about it. So wow. he, so he, he snitched. yeah, he snitched on me. So like, job, he acted like sorry. everyone was fine, but I got suspended for like five days. But I for apparently what? for filming him. But like the cops had to get involved too, because like you're recording someone without consent. So oh. it's illegal. they probably just brought the cops in to scare you. Yeah, they did. They that hundred percent. That's a that's a wild feeling when like you're uh, you're in class and like the principal or the vice principal or your dean comes in and they're like, yo. You need to come Dude, with me. Dude, they would always use the intimidation factor in middle school, too, because, like, I got, like, a C- minus one time in middle school. I was a way better student in middle school. I legit got a C-. minus. The next day, I'm in the office with both the principals, the guidance counselor, and my parents. I was like, I got a C-, minus, and you guys are, like, threatening me to send me to boarding school. Like, get out of here. Well, here's the thing, though. If they <laughs> like, didn't the step in, if they did no, not step bored. in, you would be up in uh, the House of Corrections by now. Well, they stepped in <laughs> on a straight-A student that got one C-minus, and then since exactly. then I had 1.9 GPA. So it's clearly it on drugs. It backfired. <laughs> yeah, and I'm addicted to marijuana. <laughs> I, have, I have two stories. One was, like, horrifying at the time, but really funny now. And uh, one is just utterly horrifying. I'm going to talk about our fifth-grade science teacher, Miss <laughs> Miss Gerwich, our sixth-grade uh, language arts teacher. She was my homeroom teacher. Hilarious. And <laughs> she's just a – oh, my God. Um, this one time, I had won, and I had never won afterwards. I had won Point Webster's Student of the Month for sixth grade. <laughs> that was the last time I ever won. And <laughs> one time, we had these in, – in school, we had these green books that had all of our language arts work in it. And you had to bring in your green book, and that would have your homework. And then one one time I brought up my green book and I didn't have the homework done. And she's like, oh, oh I'm sorry, Miss Gerwich, I didn't do my homework. And she goes, she just, she, <laughs> she loses it. She just flips her shit. She starts yelling at me. And she goes, she goes, student of the month, I have half a mind to go over to the border, rip your picture off the wall. Damn. <laughs> and I just remember going, no, don't do that. And like, it's horrifying at the time. 
hilarious now. A lot like my pregnancy scares. But oh my God. More, yeah, horrifying at the time. Hilarious now. Damn, you'd be uh, you'd be clapping cheeks, huh? Yeah, not, yeah, not no more. <laughs> yeah, not no more. This is, this is the most I can do watching TV. Yay, they fixed up the bar. <laughs> Our fifth grade science teacher. Um, she was so freaking nasty to little Antonio Wakawelli. She could not stand me. She was it, a freak, huh? No, no. She, she it's like she, per, it's like she personally hated me. I'm, and I, I still kind of have this like problem now where I tried so hard to make her like me, and it was just, just, just nothing. Nothing would work. Yeah. I remember one time she would, um, if you got like ninety or above, you can go to her classroom uh, for lunch, have an ice cream party, and I got a ninety. I'm like, oh my god, I got a ninety. I told her I really she get to come, you. and she goes, oh really? And she, she dubbed you. She, she, made she just like wrote down eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> And I was uninvited, and she she hated Mike. And she literally said to me, because this, this is crazy, back, back in the day when we had to do the, it was like, I don't know, it was like the animal fair or the rainforest fair, but everyone had to pick an animal, and we'd all have to do a presentation on the animal. Hell yeah. And I didn't bring in a floppy disk that had all the information that I needed. And she literally pulls me in, and she goes, she goes, you know what, Antonio? You are the worst student I have ever. <laughs> ever had wow she was, awesome. she was horrible and i remember one time during parent teacher conference all the five teachers were there and my dad was you know was like oh miss miss sullivan oh he's good miss gilbert oh he's good um uh who else was there mr Connor, oh antonio is very good and miss driscoll was like no he's a really good student and then he go to uh, the, my science teacher was like yeah i got i got lots of problems with him oh my god <laughs> and she, she would, to, just, she would <laughs> just shit on me she hated my she guts she was weird dude she used to make us sing you guys know who bruce springsteen is <laughs> well, everyone yeah, knows I've heard right of him. He has a podcast. She was like, she must have been like a roadie or a groupie back in the day because (laughs) she was like a fanatic for him. I'm talking like, love this dude. And I remember, like, in order to, like, if you wanted bonus points or whatever, she would make us sing the song (laughs) Pink Cadillac. (laughs) Pink Cadillac. I'm talking, bro, like, I feel like I was in, like, one of those propaganda, like, countries (laughs) where, like, I swear to God, at least, I think it was once a week or once a month, like, we would all, like, we would be little kids singing this. Trying to drill you guys. Yeah, it was weird as hell, man. But uh, you mentioned Mr. Conroy. You just did an impression of him. He reminded me of Bill Clinton. I think that's why I fuck with him heavy. I used to dread uh, report card night. You guys oh, remember God. that, bro? Like, I, I guess, yeah, I was a pretty bad kid. I would always just talk. I was just, it was just annoying to the teachers when I was a kid. But like, I would dread that day because not only were like my parents like obviously looking at my report card, fucking seeing if I got like off fours or something, mm-hmm. and I didn't, so they'd fucking be pissed at me. But teachers would be like, "Oh yeah, Jackson can't stop talking in class. He's oh, a yeah. chatterbox. Yeah, I have to move him out in the hallway." And I used to dread that shit. I would legit get like the good grades, and they would say, "Always talks." Like you know, there'd be like yeah. a, like a, but then there'd be like a number code on the side to figure out what they yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be yeah. like like uh, has learned better, has like gone down test scores, talks a lot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, I would get the good grade, but I always get the talk a lot. I would get that all the time. I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, any funny, funny stories uh, from middle school, high school? I have a hilarious school. one. Our yeah. middle school. The, he mentioned Miss Gerwich, who was probably in her like late 90s when she when we had her. God right? Damn. She was old. Gerwich. Just two sounds things. Old. Two things. She was just a hard ass. Like f- kind of funny. Like Antonio said, she's kind of funny. She's in 90s. She's probably alive in like 1930s. 40s. She wasn't one of those like you know nice That's sweet crazy. sweet old ladies. She was just like a hardo. Like she I'll never all. forget. I fucked up. I think it's 
90 at the time would be like the 20s. All right, listen, I was fucking exaggerating. She wasn't 90 years old. She was like old, though. She was old. She was old to us. (laughs) We were like, damn, how is she making it there? But no, so. She worked. So, dude, you guys know what prepositions are? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. So, yeah. I did too. And she, I'll never forget. I sat like second row. She comes up to me, like almost nose, (laughs) nose to nose, and just goes. Is I am was were have has had do does did in my, like mad angry in my face, coffee breath and everything, and I'm like, oh, I'll never forget it. Thank you, I guess. Um, and then another memory of hers, there was something called Eraser Wars. I don't know if you guys ever had it. No. Essentially, we used to uh, take the backs of pencils, erasers, or you get the big ass like rubber made erasers and if you take the eraser off and just have the metal you can use that to cut to like carve up the big erasers right into little tiny little chunks right and we would just throw them at each other mind you like she would have her back turned so like you had to keep your head on a swivel because people's like it got it got to the point where like all the other classes started doing it so like you didn't even need ammo at one point you could just reach on the ground and just pick up whatever and just haul it and then, you know, after about a week of this, like, the whole floor is littered, and then randomly you'd hear, like, ping, like, she would, and everyone obviously would turn, and she kind of caught on, didn't, yeah. didn't say a word, right? Goes out, and, like, she, I gotta go to the office, I'll be right back, right? Oh, she's, she's Immediately, right everybody's the like, yo, what? She leaves the room, she's right? <laughs> and there's, there used to be two doors, the indoor and the outdoor, right? The indoor was on the side, and she left through the outdoor, right? She goes out, right? And you hear the... She walks down the hallway, right? We're like, all right, coast is clear. And it just became like the most epic battle of the whole entire <laughs> wars, wars, right? People are up on chairs, whipping shit, right? After like maybe a minute of just absolute ambush, boom, she kicks in the door. <laughs> she just goes, Veronica, right? This one random girl, Veronica Dargan in the corner. Gets caught like red-handed, like <laughs> like cocked back, ready to throw it. She goes, Veronica, like not grabs her, but she sends her to the office, right? And then like it's mad quiet, right? <laughs> Sacrificial. And lamb. she's gone, right? She took one for the team. And, and then like as she leaves, like the period ends, we all leave, whatever. Come back in the next day, like an absolute gangster. Veronica took the fucking heat, bro. She said it was only her. Like, she didn't snitch on anybody. Wow. Yeah. It was honestly late. Ms. Gerwich, you know what I'm saying? If you're listening right now, that's incredible. Um, I had her in the sixth grade, which is like, I don't want to do date remember, myself, um, but this was like 15 years ago. I would want to, I would love to date myself. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> do you guys remember the, uh, take like a piece of paper, take a sliver of it, roll it up, and then oh, bend yeah. it down. Like Use a, a rubber band. They, like It would be like a triangle piece of paper like that. Yeah, oh, football, a little football. football. No, 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 no. Not like a football. Like, the you fort- have a little piece of paper? The fortune teller? This that one? You just roll it up into like a perfect, like a joint almost. And uh-huh. then just bend the joint, touch the two ends together, and then let go, and it's just like a like a triangle joint. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. You just shoot it with the rubber band. And then you band. take a rubber band like this, like a bow and arrow. Oh, and hum it. <laughs> That shit hurt. They stung like a bitch. We used to do the same thing you were just talking about in like eighth grade science. But people would go up and behind people behind their so necks. So I was oh, shooting yeah. at Scott Pulak, right? <laughs> and I had it cocked back to like here, huge rubber band. I fling this thing. It's going right at him. He ducks, hits the new Russian girl that doesn't speak any English right in the face. Uh-oh. Oh, no. She goes, ah! Starts bawling her eyes out. She's like, am I bleeding? Am I bleeding? But like in Russian, she's like, in Russian. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's <laughs> we were awful. just like Spanish teacher freaking out. We all, every dude in the class got in building because he couldn't figure out who it was, but he knew it was a guy. So he was like, you're all getting in building. You. you just reminded me. So we talked about worst teachers. I had this art teacher who hated me for whatever reason, did not like me. And I'm a pretty likable guy. I don't know what it was. But I'll never forget doing. Uh, you guys know what Chinese calligraphy is, right? It's like uh, yeah, it's just the, like the lettering, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, is this middle school? Middle school. We're using like um, sort of like a thin paintbrush with some black ink, whatever. And I'm trying to, you know, do my thing. I'm trying to write like Stephen or what? I'm trying to write something in in either Mandarin or Cantonese. I don't know what I was writing. I honestly <laughs> have no idea. But I'm doing my thing. Do 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 do. And then uh, you know, we pass it in. And I never forget comes back where she just absolutely like roasted me like I had never been roasted before. And I'm like, yo, I'm not even writing in my own language here. Like I'm, I actually really tried hard. And at that point, I kind of had a like a bad taste on my mouth for art. It's like fuck this class. <laughs> yo, I was mad angry. I remember one time, uh, Miss Driscoll, our sixth grade reading teacher. <laughs> uh oh. She uh she had a lot of uh, interesting perspective. I remember uh, one time I brought I brought in like a regular size Gatorade, you know, the regular Gatorade. Like you're playing the football, you get bring a Gatorade, and it was lemon flavored. And you back in the day, apparently you couldn't do that. And she told me to she told me to either put it away or open it up because I'm gonna empty it all out in the sink. And I was like one angry and scared at the same time. But she, um, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said her name. But we would learn a lot about. It's actually I think a lot about this, especially now. We would read a lot of books. Uh, that would take place during like Jim Crow era, and she was very persistent on making sure whoever was reading the passage they had to say would it. say the N word. Yeah, like, like it hard would be- R too. Like in the book, like she would make sure you read that. It was kind of a w- it was very weird. Like say it. Yeah. No, like, she would literally go, you better say it, you better say it. Yeah, people would breeze over it and she'd make them go back and read it. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. She, she like she was them. old white lady, so like yeah. I don't know. I, but I recently was thinking about it, and I go, and this is, I know Shlomo could be the only one who would relate. Do you think that she would make us say it because she wanted us to feel uncomfortable to help associate their our discomfort with how, you know, black Americans feel about, you know, that fear and that, that or she thing? That would, or she was just old white or lady. She didn't yeah, was fuck. like, yeah. Like, it was either it. like a psychological experiment to make you feel, oh, oh, you know how bad you feel? They feel 10 times worse because they can be called that, you know, on a dime. Like, you're not going to be called it. They are. So is it something like that? Or she really was just adamant on how I don't think say she that. was that deep, bro. I think <laughs> yeah, she just I wanted think... you to hear, like, to hear it, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like, who knows? It was weird, bro. She's probably like, I, if I can't say it, I'll just make these fucking kids say yeah. it. And be like for the purpose of education. I, I remember know, her saying that's a, that's a tough subject to teach as like an old sure. white lady. I remember her saying that she said uh, black people are the most talented people ever. What happened? That's what she said. She said like, oh, they're the best singers, they're the best athletes, and I'm all like, all right. Uh, you, you I mean, I guess it's racist, that. but like in a nice way. Uh, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm, like saying that's nice, but. It's kind um, of still starting. I don't know. Someone told me about a, I don't know if it was any of you guys, but someone told me about a teacher, a story about like how this teacher like shit her pants in class. Really? <laughs> that, oh my God. Oh man. Oh, there wish, was a teacher that I knew who that. would wear diapers, but I don't really know. I know. I think I know who it is, but I, I shouldn't That's got to be a hard thing to live nah, down. Rip the name. We'll cut it. I, I remember like the details dude was telling me is like how like. She was making like these sounds, like groaning sounds in class. And I'm just like, what? Uh-oh. And she was like running out of the hallway covering her ass. And it was like, shit was like falling out of her skirt. 
That's <laughs> awful, dude. That, if it, this is yeah. middle school, there's you got to move out of the country with I that one. Yeah, I'd be living like that Lithuania now. Oh, man. I have a very similar uh, story to Linsky. I remember during the cultural fair, which the, the qu- classic Quincy High cultural mm-hmm. fair, our substitute teacher for our class let us go down and like, you know, explore and all that. And she was, she was real cute, substitute teacher. She was probably in her like early 20s and I'm like in my high teens. So, you know you know, the golden hour. And I'm all like talking with them. Like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? She's like, Oh, I'm doing good. And like, you having a good day. She's like, Oh, mm-hmm. a good day. Are you enjoy the fair? Uh, oh yeah. The fair is okay. I'd rather be talking with you. Stuff like that. And then miss at the time, uh, miss Jafar today, who's now miss Mahoney came down and legit, like, like rooster blocked me. She got literally stepped right in front of me <laughs> and was just talking. Substitute. I'm like, Ex- excuse me. <laughs> I'm talking to her. Rude. And I'm all like, oh, I guess I'll go to the, the Mexican pavilion and whatever. I don't Just know if the uh, our, our listeners out there actually had the cultural fair, which was honestly a great experience at Quincy High. We, uh, you know, you could do, you could go down there throughout the day, and there was obviously Quincy High is about what three thousand kids. I don't know, yeah, never, never, a ton of kids, just about. And then you know, in our in our cafeteria, there's like all the flags from where everybody's from. It's really cool. And uh, your boy was the president of the Italian club, so you already know the vibes. We had about pasta, pasta. we had about thirty pizzas on deck, mad like pasta. We had all kinds of grub. We had chicken parm. We probably made a Gino on the on the cultural fair. It was awesome. And then we all went out. Like there was maybe six people in the Italian club, and we went to La Familia Giorgio and balled out. I went to uh, I did the Lebanon table, and I probably like sold like three grape leaves. Grape leaves <laughs> are bomb. That like, people are sleeping, dude. I would like I would try to just give them out to like random like. Just kids. Free sample, free sample. So many, free I'll sample, be like, yeah, they're bomb, they're bomb. Take a bite, be like, this is fucking gross, yo. Your grandma sucks. Walk Shit. away. <laughs> yo, that's awful. That's I'd be like, damn, I'm right. down bad right now. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I, I have finessed it. I'm not even even a slightly Italian at all, but I loved it, bro. I, I like I say, said, are you, you're not even. If you no, took Italian you class, the then you could I was do in Italian, mind you, I, I founded and was the president of the Italian club. I had Ivan Rari, my vice president. My boy Riley Freeman was the absolute face of the of the whole club. We had him put on his chef's hat and walk around with his apron on, giving out like slices. He'd be, mm, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. He, you know, he was just such a funny character, man. Fun fact: uh, this is a funny prank. Uh, Riley Freeman did a prank with Jimmy Versace where they switched um, each other's placements in uh, school ID photos. So when it's, I think it's a James Athens. There was a picture of Riley just making like his weird face on it. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure it was him. But um, I, I know where. I'm, oh, before we jump into the next segment, I just mentioned culinary real quick. I want to sort of ask you guys. Maybe you have something. Maybe not. I had probably one of the best pieces of advice from a teacher from uh, one of the culinary teachers. Which one was it? Glove, no, not no glove, way, no, not no way. The other guy. Oh, the young guy, wow. Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly. Shout out to Mr. Kelly, bro. I was like, I was really feeling it. Like I was having fun in, in culinary. I could chef, like I was chefing up steak and cheese. I was grubbing it down. I love the class. And this is sophomore year. So you got to kind of choose what the hell you want to do. And even though I liked it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll go major in culinary. And I, I remember like after one class, this dude kind of was like, yo, can you like stay back for a minute? And uh, he told me, he's like, listen, man, you suck. No, no. He goes, listen, dude. Like you, like I don't think you want to be a chef. And he's like, I was like, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't mind. It, I guess, like I was kind of just lost or whatever. But I was like, I just choose it, whatever. He's like, listen, man. When you start off as a chef, you're gonna be on the line, like a line cook, and then eventually you become a sous chef, 
And then you have to work your way up to eventually, hopefully, maybe getting at a, a restaurant. And even then, you're working Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday mornings. Like, your off days are, like, Mondays and Tuesdays. He's like, you're going to be doing that for the next 10 years. Like, good luck finding a one, like, you know, a partner, whatever. He's like, your, your nightlife's going to suck. Like, kind of, and I could just see the pain in his eyes, bro. And it was like, <laughs> yo, low key. I'm like, he's probably right, dude. Honestly, like, I was a decent chef, but... Had a uh, had higher ambitions, man. Well, I think I think the thing what he's trying to say is if you're in culinary, like you have to love cooking. I didn't love it. That's the thing. I, I just like eating food. Maybe he knew. Yeah, I think that's what makes a good teacher too. Is like kind of weeding out, like trying to find out if weeding your out the weak. Yeah, if your students in in a particular subject you're teaching, if they're really about it, you know, like yeah, because at the end of the day, the teacher's gonna have to <clears throat> obviously in a specialized subject, they're gonna have to give their effort and time to like. 100%. Mold and craft you. Yeah, this is allegedly what you want to do. So, you know, we can't screw this up. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad he said it, too, because, like, like you said, I think he saw that. Kept it I, real. We need more teachers like that just keeping an absolute buck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on the flip side, like, when you do notice someone who's really showing an interest, like, that's your favorite student. Go all in and just, <laughs> like, yeah. really give them the resources and, like, the tools they need to, like, push it along. So there's an alternate universe where Shlomo pursued cooking and he opens a restaurant and all of his old friends from Quincy High are now working the restaurant. That'd be fire, dude. <laughs> Shlomo's snack bar. Shlomo bowls. Bowls. Shlomo bowls. Protein bowls all day. There you go. Bowes bar and grill. Ooh. See, now we're thinking, baby. <laughs> I love it. Maybe after we move on from this. Um, uh, now we are adults. We are no longer in school. We haven't been in school for a, a long time now. Looking back um, at, on teachers as adults, like, do you consider any like teachers that you had in the past as like friends as adults? Like, do you know any teachers that you're Miss like, Martin? Cool if with? I saw her again, would be the be the homie. I, we'd smoke doinks. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, man. Like I said, uh, I have some friends on face, like teachers that are friends on Facebook. Yeah, who me shoot too. The breeze. Well, who uh, is it? Uh, Miss Amira. <laughs> a. Yeah, she would be. A, I'd probably be friends with her too if I had Facebook. Yeah, she's because me and her Facebook? were tight. I'm she friends. Gave me the nickname with... Link. Link. Fun fact. Yeah, some people call me Link. It originates from that. That's fire. I know I'm friends with Mr. Ellis, Miss Volta, Mr. Lane, and oh, there's got to be more. Do you talk to Miss Volta? Mr. Lane, Tell if you're listening, so, not all the time, not all the time, but like you know, we look at each other's Instagram stories. Slightly hilarious moment. Whoa. My senior year, I had Miss Volta, and uh. I was going to a Kendrick Lamar concert at UMass Boston in the gym. She went? No, but get this. She was taking night classes at UMass Boston. And so I'm I'm walking from like the parking lot to the to the gymnasium or by, whatever. I'm passing. I'm, there's cars and you have to stop. There's a little crosswalk. I'm with my absolute squad. You know, we're, we're having fun. You know, we had, saying, so had a few drinks. <laughs> so we're going in there all piped up, mad excited. And then the next day in class, I think it was on a Sunday, which is wild, or Saturday, Sunday. And next day in class, I'm in there, and I'm like, I'm in rough shape. I got my donkeys. I'm like half asleep. She's like, oh, how was the concert yesterday? And I'm like, oh, it was dope. And I was like, wait a second. Like, how did, like, how do you know did I went I tell there? you? She's like, yo, you were crossing the street when, like, my car, like, they stopped my car, and, like, I saw you cross the street. And I'm like, oh, sh-. I'm like, the concert was lit. I started showing her pictures and shit. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, man. I think seeing teachers outside of school now is crazy. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any of my teachers. Yeah, low key, we're almost, we're closer to 10 years out than, you know what I mean? Like, we're getting. Yeah, we just had our five year They're looking older. I saw a couple and yeah. they have like whiter hair and, you know what I mean? Like, you know what's really lit, dude? I went it's back weird. to high school with Zach, uh, Cody, a few guys from the studio in 2019. 
Um, and Zach was giving a speech to like the design students, fashion design programs, whatever. It was like a few different classes that like he gave the speech obviously a few times. And I think my brother was in that speech. Yeah. So he has one of the support your uh, support local artist stickers. Oh, hell yeah. But before that, like in the morning, they had us come into the school and they, uh, they gave us a tour and I'm walking through and I'm like, yo. Yeah, I need no tour. Well, here's the thing. I only was in certain parts of the school, like the electrical, the plumbing, the automotive welding, um, for two weeks, freshman seminar, they go every, you know, two weeks you're in one, two weeks you go to the next one, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm looking around, I'm like, yo, even in the welding department, I'm looking at the tools and stuff and like all the machinery. And I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, like as a student, I mean, I don't know where everybody else, but like at Quincy High, there were so many resources available. We had it pretty good. And at the time, it's as a freshman, like I did not even like take any of that in because it's like you're trying to meet new friends like you just get to this it's a whole new world and you're not really focused on like what's around school is like the last thing on your mind exactly you know why right why we had all that stuff you know why right taxpayer money well because originally (laughs) there were way 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 back in the day there were two there was quincy high school and quincy high school vocational tech and then they just like eh, just put them together because there used to be like a little tunnel like a sky hallway yeah yeah yeah, that would go to the other school but then when they got rid of all that because I remember when, when they would have the carnival around there, I would always see the old yep. low-tech building. But now that's how we were able to have everything. We, we, were, we were lucky in Quincy High. Oh, hell yeah. And just walking around, like, at a certain point, they were, like, just giving this tour. I'm like, all right, like, yo, I went to here. I went to the school. I'm going to go who walk gave around. Who gave you the tour? Miss McMillan, I believe. I'm friends with her on Facebook, too. Yeah. And so we're getting the tour. And at a certain point, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, like, walk around and see if I see any of my old teachers. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll meet back here for lunch. Shout out to the Quincy Credit Union. It was Teacher Appreciation Month, and they catered like a whole lunch that we were able to eat at. Side note. But uh, I, I ran into Miss Amir. was telling her about what we're working on. Uh, I got to chop it up with Mr. McNeese, my old hockey coach. Uh, personal Was it personal finance, sports management I had him for? And just like shooting the breeze and being like, yo, however I was in school, I wasn't the best student, but like, you know, I was pretty decent. And then coming back and being like, yo, like I'm – I'm doing pretty well. Like I'm, I graduated college. I got this business. I'm not a crackhead. Yeah, like just to see like me doing opioids, not for me. Yeah, like doing halfway decent. Like they were just so amped up, and then I was also amped up to like they're still here, like killing it. You know, I had a newfound appreciation. Hell yeah! I remember when I was finishing up uh, high school. Uh, I was having my. It's so sad. I was having my uh, graduation party, and I remember I invited a lot of people, but not a lot of people came because it was Flag Day. <laughs> I'm like, oh well, that's it's my fault. But I remember I said to Miss Volta and Miss Hall because they had their classmates. I go, hey, if you guys want to go, you oh, guys are more up? than welcome. They pulled up. They did not. I'm, oh. uh, I'm, <laughs> no, but they would. They totally said, like, if you're serious, we totally would go. And I'd be like, oh, can you just imagine having teachers at my house? That'd be crazy. I'm. Uh, what you you brought up a really good point about teachers. Folks, like, could come to my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying, to, trying to make good on his. Because uh, Volta, if you're listening. listening. Oh, whoa! We just said that. Jinx, you owe me a coke. Go to the vending machine. <laughs> well, wait. But um, uh, Michelle Cuniff, who was my eighth, who was our eighth grade science teacher, I love her. She loved me. I ran into her a couple of years ago because my sister was judging the Central Middle School. She's at Central now. Uh, the Science Fair. And me and her were talking back and forward. And she's like, oh, you're always one of my favorite students. Like, she would always talk about how, like, I, I, I still do have a very different way of thinking about things. She was still always one of my favorite teachers. Sorry, someone's playing some crap right now. <laughs> 
Where's the violins? <laughs> Wag beat. But anyway, um, she was the one. She's like, you got to get into teaching. You got to get into teaching. I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. And uh, I might shoot her an email after this because you know, like, she, was, she was an absolutely wonderful person. Another teacher that I know uh, very quickly. Do you guys, well, Shlomo, do you remember Miss Rogers from middle school, the music teacher? Yes, I do remember her. I can tell you, me and her, we did not get along only because uh, I was, I was, you know, I was a teen. I was a teen. I was an ass, and I didn't want to be there. But if she could see me, Antonio Macaulay now, <laughs> literally, like, because she was like a musical theater person, and I like, she was like trying to introduce that into like Ooh, into people. That's a good question. Is there any teachers you guys have who like were just absolute haters, and you want them to be like, yo, look at me now, Mister? F- Suck my. Yo, I actually had Mr. F- he was an interesting dude. No, he was like semi-cool, but also talked mad shit and just hated everybody. Yeah, I have one. It's I like, f- I don't know, it's weird. He was like, you know, there's some pessimists out there that just hate everything. World sucks to them, yeah. but they're still negative and kind of cool. He's one of those. No, but he, no, to get That's back. my opinion, at least. Yeah, but to get back, so uh, we never got along, but... I literally say if she could see me now because she would be so happy to know that she won. She unfortunately she was she was right. I'm a huge theater fan now. Like on this show I talked about uh, the Book of Mormon, I talked about Phantom of the Opera, I talked about Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen. Like she won. And I'm I think she'd be very happy to know that that she was able to convert someone even though they were very hesitant at first. Yeah. What about you, Vo? Is there, do you have a teacher that oh, besides that uh, my fifth grade science teacher that just didn't care for you too much? I had a third grade teacher who was just like, yeah. I just remember, all I can remember is that she, throughout the whole year, she just yelled at me for talking too much. So I just remember, like, at times she would, like, send me out of the room, and then she would come out with me, and then, like, she would just start screaming at me, and, like, all the students would hear it and listen to it. So it was just, like, I don't know, the multiple instances that happened. Yeah. I guess I just never learned my lesson, but, like, I just remember I was just like, yo, (laughs) fuck this fucking teacher. Yeah. Wait till she sees you now, baby. That's right. That's right. And now he's on a podcast. I mean, that, that, that music fest we had last week was a was a rousing success. Oh yeah, oh yeah, baby. Have you guys ever considered teaching in any form? Hell yeah. I mean, we we always, I mean, we're always teaching each other. Like even like we pick up a new skill or like even like when Shlomo's teaching me how to use uh, the streaming software, and then like and there's, a, there's a, we teach each other every day almost i'd say do you mean like sort of like courses for like students no literally like classroom teacher oh, oh classroom teacher mm. i think the circumstance would have to be right you know what i mean it have to be like a seminar or like i think it would have to be college dude yeah i hate kids fuck that college or high school although like kids? little kids are mad funny Whack. so like depending on what what subject i was teaching if it was like recording um you know actually yeah i'd, I'd probably teach a class on like audio engineering or something yeah, but you, to little kids, they, yeah. they're not gonna. What is good? No, is not little do? kids. I was about to say, what no, good like is that? Sixteen year old. Well, yeah, I teach them how to make a quick beat, and then like I'd have them rap over it or something. Like, it'd be pretty funny, <laughs> just to hear what cool. they had to say. But would, uh, be would, you, uh, would you say coaching is similar to teaching? Oh, I yeah. would count it, yeah, because you know you're teaching. It's something. not as similar though, because coaches sometimes like take like an approach where they're like, I don't know, almost like a like it's a family father figure type yeah, thing yeah. going on you know what i mean yeah well a lot of coaches for at least for high school are teachers as well so. that's true that's true i don't know if that's a requirement i think they go hand in hand but they're not necessarily the same yeah 
Well, I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was the first, second, or third episode of this very show. I talked about how I got very close to becoming a teacher oh, up in um, Reading. I got very close to being the Mr. Green of one of their high schools, and I, I just <laughs> I was like literally like in one of the top like like top yeah. top three, top four, top five, and didn't get the job, and I was so upset. I wasn't was meant to so, be. So upset about it. Well, now I'm here, but definitely down the line, I would love to do it. Like Hell high yeah. school. I don't really know how how helpful I could be to college kids. Like I'll do like a a single lecture, like a guest lecture. Even like for like the middle school, elementary school kids, I could I could come in for like once, like yeah. a week to be like, hey, Tony Wongawelli, we're gonna talk about <laughs> God knows what, and have like puppets and whatnot. But normally, I think I could I could do high school. I, just I feel like right now I just don't have enough knowledge or insight to even. Provide for I think kids, I could handle high school know. kids, but obviously I don't have the knowledge to teach them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. What, I, what, like, I'm they're talking about like, fucks up, buddy. <laughs> Make the class laugh, roast them. What did you say? <laughs> uh, yeah, college is ideal. I think I could teach a college mm. class. College would be fine because at least like I don't know. I feel like people at least behave. Yeah, like no one's they're paying for it, so they're not trying to fucking yeah. be an asshole. Well, you guys bring up college. Let's talk about being a teacher versus being a professor. Oh, all right. I've never went to college, so I'm out on this one, kind of. I think I think the cool thing about professors is that um, there's kind of like a lax nature to them. They're mm, like, yeah, they give a big difference. Fuck, really? They give they give less of a fuck. No, no, no. The students are paying. Big difference. There's a professor, right? And then there's a tenured yeah. professor. Oh yeah. A what? A professor that has tenure. Oh. Which is like if you if you're a professor for a certain oh, amount of time, they don't G A. They like you can't get fired. I mean, obviously, if you do some fucked up shit, but like, you know, know, you you really have that seniority of like being a teacher. You can go on sabbatical. Like, there's there's certain rules around having tenure, and those are the teachers who like, like Jackson. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm talking about specifically. There's like the the decorum and the facade. You know how you have to go, oh, uh, Mrs. Appleson or. Mr. Johnston, like, you know, this is the beginning of the hey, Ed, or hey. Call me Mike. Yeah, it's more formal or informal in college. Yeah, and they're, and they're usually In college, cool. you have to ask yeah. to go to the bathroom. No. No, you just, you just you, get you up just and go. Leave. Yeah, you, you literally just, don't even have to be dude, there. I show up, I, I show up smelling like a pound, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's asking about the bathroom, not your weed habits, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, they don't give a fuck about anything. No, I know, yeah. Like, you just, because at the end of the day, you're paying them. So, like, yeah. if you want to act up, then, like, as long as you're not like uh disruptive uh, yeah disrupting their class and really it's like your you it's your education year of losing not yeah exactly yeah. that's yeah. literally how they feel about it yep i think yeah professors are cool like i've i've like i said i've had like a handful of like shitty professors but everyone else has been pretty cool by me i used to like grad school professor i don't necessarily professor but like if it class was taught by a grad school student grad yeah. student i feel like they really cared bro like i had a oh, few yeah. st- like a few uh professors that were in grad school and it's just like those are some of my favorite classes or even like the uh the seminars or like you'd have your lecture and then you had the little seminar on fridays or whatever i enjoyed those a lot but um yep <laughs> so I want to talk about – I know we talked a lot about teachers, but there's also people that I want to pay tribute to. It's the support staff. You know, like in high in, in school. Guidance counselors. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Like, do you guys have any fond memories of school employees <laughs> that you remember? Someone I, rem- I, I, I think about a lot is uh, do you, uh, Clifford Marshall, Miss McQuinn. She would work in the front office. I – 
loved her. She was always so kind. She would always she would always go on the field trips. Maybe it was just to get out of the office. But I remember she would be in the, always in the back of the line, and she would always go, "Come on, everybody!" And she would always like sing the zippity doo da or "Let's go fly a kite." <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah, a couple I'll, days ago, I, a couple days ago, I just kept singing, "Let's go fly a kite," because I was trying to fly a kite because it was so windy on Monday, and the kite exploded Uh-oh. after a small little gust of wind. I'm like, well, I don't want to fly a kite no more. I, was <laughs> I flew so a upset. drone on Monday on some crazy That's shit. Sick. Careful, those guys was really windy. I know, I had a stabilizer on it though. It was mint. I think the real MVPs of the school staff is probably like the, the cafeteria ladies. Yeah, oh, works yeah. ladies. What yeah. about the janitors? Oh, that, that too. Oh, good thing uh, I, Jesus I used, isn't here. I used to say the custodian, I mean the uh, cafeteria ladies because like we inter- I would inter- interact them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was always it's on like, site with the ones that didn't let you take two chicken patties. Yeah, I was about to say like some on site, some of them smoke. I would like I would always try Straight to get two up. cheeseburgers instead of one because I'm like yo like this is not enough and like s- there's one like cafeteria lady who will always let me take it and I, we were just homies and she would always, she would always know my number too and everything like you're good I like, was just nice oh hell yeah we just make it personal I loved all the and back in uh, elementary school I loved all like the. Like the music teacher was Miss Christensen and Miss D, the librarian, Miss Bo, the yeah. science, computer science computer teacher, Miss Patterson, the art art teacher, and Miss Sullivan, the gym teacher. Those were literally you cannot beat like those five ladies in regards to like all all those classes. We were blessed. Yo, your I'd mom say taught. Your mom. Taught. My mom was a teacher. She still is, but back in the day, she taught computers. And she was all she would always go above and beyond, and like around like no, uh, November, December, she would always teach the kids about Hanukkah, and that's how I would learn about Hanukkah. Hell yeah, she's and tech savvy. No, and that's the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my mom's a beast. She started off as like a lunch matron, like she just like needed a job, like having kids or whatever. Started off in like the cafeteria helping out Diane. Shout out to Diane. Diane Deagle Day. Yeah, and like just like worked her way up, became uh, the computer teacher. Like didn't know really much about computers. But, control like, alt delete. Control yeah. alt delete. No, like she was able to like teach us, had a whole curriculum and everything, and then went back to school, got her master's, uh, started teaching uh, tech ed, like. Like kind of like uh, you know, Mr. Cheney. robotics and stuff like that. Hey. And she did that for like six years, and then went back and got her degree for science. So she teaches like sixth grade science now. Oh shit! So yeah, she's an absolute beast, dude. Started from the bottom. Should have had her on the show. Does she know how much that she cares to us? All the people who like had her as students. Does she know how much she cares to us? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to say that. I was like, does, does that make how sense? much we how much we care about her? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I was back confused. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, she sees a lot of like the homies from back in the day. Granted, I hang out with a lot of friends who have who had her as a teacher at elementary school. So I think so. But uh, I think for me, you know, the support staff that you mentioned from like for me was in college. My uh, mm-hmm. advisor, God bless this woman, because every single semester I would come in and I'd pick my schedule in the summer or whatever in the winter in the fall. I come in literally every single semester. I'd be in her office at least five to ten times switching my schedule around. I don't think I ever had a semester where I was like, oh, yeah, I picked my classes and that's that. I would go in. and I remember one specific was a ResiCon class, Resource Economics. And I get in there and this dude is just yapping away about something. And I just got bad vibes. I'm like, yo, this is not for me. Like, I'm not (laughs) taking this class. And uh, it was, like, way too early in the morning. I'm like, I'm not going to come. I just, all these things are spinning in my head. Pulled up to her office. 
found out I could take a music class that counted for math somehow because we you know, were counting notes or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and she was able to do some absolute jujitsu with my schedule. Found me some dope classes. I've taken the folklore of alcohol, uh, herbs, spices, and medicinal plants. Like, I got to take some dope classes that all counted for what I needed it to count for. It was all a matter of avail- avail- uh, availability, too. I will say, though, uh, there was one guidance counselor that I had, Mr. Bogan. Mr. Bogan. Great guy, although I dropped a joke back in the day, and uh, to this day, I don't, you know, I don't really understand comedy, but I thought this was a gold mine. I, uh, I've, I said something, 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 and I was like, all right, something about Hulk Bogan. That was the punchline. <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And just stone face, just looked at me. And just walked out the room. And he was kind of a like, t- like big guy, like, you know, not cut cut, but he's a big guy. And I was like, yo, Hulk Bogan. Thought it sort of a compliment, sort of a joke, and just did not like it. I'm like, damn, <laughs> I guess we'll never be friends. I remember one time um, in middle school, you remember uh, Mr. King? He was one of the, we had two, oh, my we goodness. had two uh, the gym teachers. <clears throat> we were playing like hockey. And like something was like the, the, the ball was about to hit him, and I yelled. His name was Scott. I go, watch out, Scott! And he got <laughs> super pissed at me, and he like forced me out of the game, and I had to sit out. And I was like wicked upset about it. I felt bad for that guy. You picture Kurt Angle, a little bit smaller. Uh, Shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think the uh, yeah the real MVP of the sports staff is probably the like what Shlomo said, the call it the advisors and guidance counselors because mm-hmm. I feel like they're. They're the ones, like, obviously the teachers, like, they're teaching their subject, trying to get through their stuff. But I feel like the guidance counselors and advisors are, like, actually trying to get you through it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Trying to like, help you as well. The also, champion's got to be the high school guidance counselors. Because yeah. in high school, look, kids be going through the most. Yeah. So much is being thrown at them. Oh, yeah. And think about the kids who kind of just, like, pulled back away. Like, oh, they're sleeping in class. It's like, what the hell's going on? Like you have no idea what this kid goes through when they walk out those doors. Like yeah. that shit's gotta be tough. Yeah, the story I always remember is um, if a kid doesn't have a pencil, don't lose your shit at him. Because I remember I don't know if this actually happened or not, but uh, someone, some teacher yelled at a student for not having a pencil, and their house burnt down the night before. I don't know if that actually happened or that was just an urban legend that teachers <coughs> use to like, hey, hey, be careful. Yeah, because uh, you know what? That has happened to me once when I was phone banking. <laughs> No, not like that. My house didn't burn down. I was phone banking for Bernie back in the day, and I said, hey, we got a debate coming up. Are you going to watch the debate? Oh, I'd love to watch the debate, but my house just burnt down last night. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Can we count on your vote? <laughs> Can I count on your vote? Shout out, though, to uh, when I was in college, Ina and Yanira, they were two of the cashiers at one of the restaurants that I would always go to on campus, and they were such lovely, and I loved talking to them. They're amazing. And um, before we go, and I know there was an awful lot to talk about, um, I'm going to ask you guys why, and this is true, why are teachers leaving the profession and how can we make them stay? Ooh, they are getting underpaid. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's literally the reason. What is the average salary of a teacher in Massachusetts? Do we know? Let's look it up. Do we well, have the facts here? Hold I on. know we have some of the highest salaries. We got we got some technology Let's on deck. Let's see. Average salary... For teacher, oh, I think in I think U.S. I think Tony's got it. Okay, so the average salary. Well, can we guess? Let's give guesses. Yeah, go ahead. Give, give a guess. I'm gonna say f- uh, forty-five to fifty thousand. Uh huh. Linsky? seventy. Seventy. This is across the United States. Yeah, this is. Oh, the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sixty. I said sixty-five. 
Okay, so Linsky got it. It's sixty thousand four hundred seventy-seven, the average. But the starting salary is often below forty thousand. See, that's bugging. That's to start. People aren't that patient to want to wait till till they can make close yeah. to six figures. You know what I mean? They probably have to. Wait that's like five, probably a years. big factor. Is that they don't they should be starting at like fifty. You yeah. know what I mean? I know people are trying to have the uh, the median be at least sixty. Yeah, because like across. Let's but, see. One thing with teachers is they definitely have the ability to work another job. I'm not saying everyone should have to work two jobs. I'm just saying. In mass, at least. They have so much time off that it's like, if you are working a half a year, essentially, and only till two o'clock every day, like, but then you, you hourly, the their money's deserved, but they're shaping the future, so they should get yeah. paid more. I think it's so important. summertime, yes, because they have a couple months off. Not during the year. During the year, it's like I see with my mom, yeah. like, she'll get out grading. of school at 2.30, yeah. But it's correcting papers like all night. Yeah, because you know? like you know, you leave work and it's like you gotta either go like run errands, go get food, whatever. Um, and then it's like you come home after dinner. It's like she has to correct papers all night long. It's yeah, like, that's tough. That's that shit. And you know, on the weekends, like that shit sucks. And they don't get paid for that. They don't get paid yeah. for they're bringing work any of that time. Them, yeah. yeah, no, they are underpaid 100. percent I was just trying to make like the counterpoint that you know. I think it's um one. It's a mixture of in the U.S. There's a definite anti anti intellectualism argument that some people use that they don't like teachers, they don't like professors because they're too snobbish and they know everything and they don't like that. They that's causing you know there's like a disres- there's a disrespect in the field yeah. for teachers, not just from some students because you know some students are going to be asses, they're going to grow out of it hopefully. Yeah. But some of the parents are like, well, what do you know? You're just a teacher, and they they pretty much some people who don't like teachers they just refer to them as babysitters throughout the day, and I think it's incredibly disrespectful. That is disrespectful. So I think a lot of people just that they don't they don't care for the disrespect. Some people don't get paid enough, and some people just don't like you know what they have to do because sometimes they got to teach for a test. They only got to teach for the test. Or the school's too violent, or there's not enough resources. Yeah, also, the influx of school shootings Yeah, probably is a good, good yeah, uh, reason people they're, don't they're want pre- to teach They were pretty either. good last year in 2020. They are pretty good in 2020. But yeah, I don't even know the actual figures. I yeah, just hear about them more, probably because there's social media nowadays and shit. But yeah, if I, if I was a teacher and I saw something about a school shooting down the street from me, I'm not trying to keep teaching. I had to, you know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm yo, not dying 100%. for that shit. We got to even talk about COVID, where it's like they're... <clears throat> There's a bunch that's, of places where yeah, they're like, yo, that's true teaching, they might teaching force online. schools to go back to school. And it's like, dude, I, I've, been, I've seen some videos from like outlets on Instagram of like, um, just like other teachers teaching online. And like, that's especially, especially teachers See, that's teaching. that's not bad. That's not really. We're a, looking at um, what the average is in Massachusetts, which is $82,042. I'm sure it's before taxes. So we were like, yeah, that's, that's, that's I'd nice. I'd say above 80 is fair, but. It said, what's that say? Elementary and secondary is 61. So high school is what for? High school is 82 or something? I don't know. Yeah, well, go, go ahead. Um, go ahead and vote. You. Okay, uh, I, was, I was saying, um, I was watching uh, some examples of like teachers from outlets on Instagram, like teaching online to like little kids and like, bro, them having to be like, come on guys. And like, like high energy to like just a computer screen. Yeah. Oh you, my God. Yeah. I see that you, too. How do you expect them to, so to retain the... Did you guys hear of um, people online? Yeah. Did you guys hear about what happened with Quincy? One of the Quincy High class uh, classes on Zoom. No, what happened? Someone hacked it 
and played porn on all the kids' screens. Oh yeah, so my my Bruh. yeah no my like sister my sister's graders. still in Quincy High. Fourth so grade kids. Yeah, it was so yeah. From what I remember, it was not like, yeah not Quincy High. It was like fourth grade. It was a P- it was a PTA ruthless. meeting with like the parents, the teachers, and the kids, mm-hmm. and they were all there. And then someone hacked into the server, and played and porn play, all over, playing it, right? some real nasty stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But I'm sure uh, that's also possibly one of the <laughs> reasons why. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason. <laughs> well, no, if it's under like, underage, it's not funny. Like a senior in high school. High school is turning class, into Omegle. That'd be pretty funny. But I'm always gonna say um, another thing is <laughs> a lot of teachers their skill sets can also be applied, you know, in other fields. Like mm-hmm. in, like people who teach English, they can do like they can work in publishing and all that. People who work in math, they can you know teach in yeah, college. Facts. Maybe they make a little more money. History, they can work in a museum or something. But something else that um, because a lot of these teachers are going on strikes, they're not getting paid enough, and their unions are in places in a, where they don't really care for unions. Oh, I remember a strike in middle school. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Oh, that was brutal. I, I remember that strike. It was kind of sick for us, but like, yeah, not good reasons at yeah. all. Another thing they've been doing is they've been hiring teachers from like other countries, the Philippines mainly, to come in and fill in because you know, they're, they're 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 losing teachers. Yeah. Really. And they they say it's a band aid on it, but um, you know, it's a whole yeah. I noticed so that's still a whole an issue. Thing. Yeah, I noticed at UMass Amherst, I had a lot of like teachers who would like who were out of the country. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. 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 So how can we make them stay? Up the pay. Make them safe. You know, from the school shootings and their own crazy kids and their their crazy parents. So up the pay and uh, you know, give them something to work with. You know, because when a lot of people, a lot of these people chose to be teachers. And let them, you know, I wouldn't say I don't want to say let them experiment. I was gonna say let them do what they obviously know how to do very well. Like let yeah. them don't yeah. always make them go. Oh, you must teach the curriculum. The yeah, yeah, you must do this. Like, you know, let them let them have some fun because also, they have like fun. The, um, they have fun. The kids have fun. You the okay? stereotype of everyone being like, oh, teachers are just teachers, like babysitters. That too. That has to obviously like. I agree. Put some Chill respect out. on that name. Yeah, some put respect. some respect on teachers. It takes mad like, long yo, if, to be a teacher. Because, yo, when we, ha- like, down the line, when we have kids, we're we're going to want the best teachers for our kids. You 100%. Know? Yeah. Like, we're not I, I, I hope so. Anyway, so if you see anti, an, anti-intellectualism, you tell them to knock it off, <laughs> to cut it out. <laughs> and uh, that's teachers. So um, uh, that, was, that was a great discussion. And before we yeah. go... I want to ask you guys a nice fun question because it actually ties into something that we talked about earlier. You are hired to teach a class of your choosing. What is it and how do you do it? Whether it's college or high school, whatever, whatever you'd like. So want to start. Want to, who, who Can it be a start? trade too? Yeah. Whatever you want. Oh, I teach a barber class 100% just because it's like my passion. I feel like I could teach someone to cut hairs very easily. I don't know. Would you like to do it in the high schools or in the college? Yeah, I honestly, I've always thought so. Some places have a... Uh, They've like cosmetology, which is basically like hair dressing, nails, stuff like that. They have those classes, and kids can graduate in some high schools with a cosmetology degree. That's kind of like fire. Like I wish they had a barber program at Quincy High. I would have been, you know what I mean? I would definitely would have did it. I'm sure they can make some space for it. I'm sure they could. They I'd be down. It. Yo, I would, honestly, if they Quincy should, High they said to me like that. teach kids a barber program and they graduate with a license, I would ten million percent. I'm sure all they gotta do, do is. But take... it would have to, I'd have to be able to work it out where like I can still cut hair too. I don't want to just do it in the morning. Set up a shop, dude, in yeah. Quincy High, and then just have like discounted barber, like you know. yeah, have the kids cut <laughs> kind of like hair. the school cafe and shit, like the restaurant yeah. culinary. Yeah, exactly. That'll be pretty sick. That's not a bad thought. Take a note, everyone. 
Take a note for students our educators get discounts. listening. You know what I'm saying? Students get you know, a discount on their haircut. Yeah, and they get, get four dollar haircuts. Random strangers that are coming to the school for a haircut, ten bucks. Yeah, and they get. I wouldn't be cutting experience. it. No, the experience. students would be cutting it. Yeah, I'll just collect. <laughs> Yo, mess <Yeah. laughs> Come in and butchering haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Well, it's free next time. Something that I'd like to do is, um, I would like to do. Back when I was in college, we did like a. It was RTVF fifteen or sixteen where we talk about like the history of television, how kind mm-hmm. of the style has changed. I'd love to do something like that, but something that I really, really would like to do is uh, one of my favorite shows. I talked about on the on the sh- on the show was South Park. I would love to do like a like a writing media class, or and it would be like a political class where we talk about the current contemporary issues at the time in South Park, and we just compare it to like now. Like there's an episode where Kenny dies. And the whole thing is, should they remove his feeding tube or should they leave it in? And that's obviously something about Terry Schiavo. That was a big thing that happened in the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about how um, how politics was at the time. And then there's another episode where people from the future, they come back in time not to do anything but to, to work. And we can talk about how that's an allegory for immigration and stuff like that. I'd love to do like a piece on that for like the high school kids. Because I think it'd be one, we all, I get to spread the love of South Park. And two, we get to, you know, really talk about the issues and how um, life gets into art. And everyone, everyone loves South Park. Love yeah. South People Park. are trying to cancel South Park nowadays, though. For what? Well, no, yeah, just we for, know. Just for the insensitive shit. Like, I'm not with it. I'm just saying, like, nowadays people are just... People cry about cancel it. I see it a lot on Twitter. Chill. Like, well, cancel al- culture attacks South Park all the time. Well, they've always been trying to do it. And have, yeah. It's never worked. Yeah, it never will. That's like their whole. <laughs> There's more six fucks offensive. in the world than people that get offended by it. That's uh, their whole. That's so true. Pre- like their whole shtick is to be offensive. That's like saying like we need to cancel Eminem. It's like, dude, he. That's also a built thing right a now. career. That's a great idea. <laughs> you no, know, he built a career off of like just being outlandish, saying like things where it's like, oh my god, did you hear what he said about you know Christopher Reed? Like, yeah, I'm a light I'm attired to the bed and light her house on fire. Yeah, it's like, dude, <laughs> dude, like the, some of the stuff that, video that he in said. Class. Yeah, some crazy. of the stuff he said, it's like, yo, he built a career off of that type of thing. Like, hell yeah, might as well just cancel the whole genre then. No, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, Vo, what can't. about you, Doug? I would probably uh, DJ. Can it be about a skill that you don't even have, or sure. like, is it like well, you're hired to teach something. I, I guess. All right, I would probably something I'd know about, like per, probably personal training, like just like. F- things about like your physique, more uh, like health. That'd stuff. be dope. Yeah, you ain't healthy, yo. Shut up. <laughs> I am at. I am most of the time. I have. I'm just I, have I have. No, I have my face. I see you I'm in not. the gym. I but yeah, you. probably personal training. But if I if I could do a skill that I don't have, but like I just know the world, we need a lot more in the world. I probably do like like environmental like engineering. Probably wow, okay. So like okay. people, you know, fix problems in the world. Put those okay. nets on that sewer pipes. Pick up all that trash. How about how about you, Shlomo? What do you want to teach to the chillins? Man, two things. I'd like to teach either dog walking. <laughs> I need to learn that myself. This dude runs around. No, uh, either broadcasting, uh, radio and broadcasting, and even some AV stuff, some audiovisual stuff. Me um, too. We can just we can switch back and forth. We're tag team the class, but uh, either that or I would also enjoy teaching uh, like branding brand development, um, the business side of, like, de- biz- basically business development. Like, they got to take marketing and entrepreneurship, and then once they take those, then they can take your class? Like, no, this would be an all-in-one course. Like, okay. I will teach you how to take an idea from 
your brain and make it into something. A business. A business, right? There you go. I think that'd be fire. Just like figuring out like kids have like, you know, people have all kinds of wild ideas. And uh, some of them are just, some of them are great ideas. And also like the process of like consulting where it's like, all right, you have this idea. Like logistically, like how are, are you the first to have this idea? You know, yeah, or even like how do you bring that to life, or like how do you make sure that like you you know you put all this work in for this company, and it's not already a thing that someone's already doing. You know, it's like there's a lot of things that people <sighs> definitely need help with when it comes to starting up any sort of business, and uh, I would like to teach a class on that. That'd be dope. So be on the lookout for one mass music radio. Uh, the Shlomo Bo's new restaurant and the Mass Music Radio School for Wayward Children. Yes, <laughs> where, where, where are we teaching? And um, before, of restaurants, yeah, I know, but that's what's so funny that you mentioned that because before we go, we got to do our recommendations. Does anybody have anything to recommend to our listeners and uh, everybody here? Bravo Pizza, Quincy Point. Yes, try sir. it or else. <laughs> Mic drop. Uh, something that I've been doing is uh, I have an app on my phone. It's like no, they're not going to pay me. It's called Hoopla. It's uh, I talked about the library a couple of days ago, where, a couple episodes ago. Hoopla is one of the apps that can tie into your library, and basically you can read on your phone. It's it's great. It doesn't take up a lot of space. I'm reading something now, and I'm gonna talk about the recommendation for that in the next episode. So be on the lookout for that. So Hoopla, go. Go search that on uh, wherever you find your apps. Sounds like a whole lot of hoopla. Got him. <laughs> hoopla. Actually, another. I have. I have a second restaurant. Being selfish. Oh. Benvento's North End had it the other day. Best dinner I've ever had in my life. What'd you have? Chicken Benvento. <laughs> oh, there you go. Kind of like a chicken palm, but it's like a different one of them. You know what I mean? A little uh, twist on it. Sounds bomb. Oh, yeah. It's bomb. I would like to recommend. Global Flight Adventures in oh, Canton, yeah. Massachusetts. I got Chris, DJ Chris Cross, uh, a 90-minute flight simulation for his birthday. And the staff in there, Moses, he was incredible. He was the uh, flight instructor. And I'm drawing a blank on the woman's name who was the like receptionist who was like when we first came in. Super nice. Um Honestly, it was such a great experience, like going into a, a virtual like cockpit simulation thing. The equipment they have is super realistic. Like, I it blew Probably me out the water. Money. It's crazy it's, looking. Yo, it's expensive. That's like the the one we did is like the the, the best package. But they have other like single engine simulators you can like, go like biplanes and all that. Like, yeah, like, no, I really highly recommend it. It was very informational. It's like even for someone like me who doesn't know really anything about being a pilot. Uh, I learned a lot. I thought it was really, really fun, and uh, highly recommend it. Maybe they can sponsor our next music music fest. I'm with it. <laughs> My dad's got a pilot license. If you ever want to go for a ride, does he, yeah, Let's take it for yeah. a spin. You have a plane? No, we got to rent one. But he has a license. I'm with it. When's have, the last time he flew? You have free flights? No, no. He has pilot? like like he'll <laughs> if he flies. Yeah. Oh, he's not like a act like a working pilot. No, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, he, he graduated. He graduated Bridgewater State with a degree in aviation. Oh, sorry. Did he was a pilot and an air traffic controller for a long time, like the Norwood or Norwell Airport? That's a hard job, dude. Yeah. Chris was playing me some uh, YouTube crazy. clips of like JFK, like airport, mm-hmm. just like they go nuts beef. in that tower. Mad all right, well, we're coming in. No, no, don't come in yet. Yeah, Mad it's, beef it's on, it's the, not on the like airwaves. Easy at all. It's tough. Fo, what about you? you got anything to recommend? I got for our two listeners? things. Um, let's say one is keep an eye out on. Um, 
Saturdays at, for Mass Music Radio Station, we got guest sets with DJs and artists coming from all over Mass. And the second thing I recommend is the app called Mint. It's mm. by the same people who do TurboTax, like in, Inuit. Yep. And um, Mint is like a f- personal finance app. You basically link everything like financially, like your, your loans, uh, stocks, um, your credit card, bank account. And it basically like gives you a number, like how much you made this month and how much you spent. Ah. And, it gives, and it gives better way to visualize how much money you're saving and slash spending. That's dope. Mint? Yeah. Yeah, get those taxes done. They're due in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. This episode's in late March. And uh, before we go, does anyone have any other promotions that you got coming up? Anything you want to say before we head out? Eddie's Barbershop. Come get a cut. Yes, sir. Snip, snip, baby. Get a-, a cut. Ask for Linsky. Yes, sir. And then he can, tell you about, he can tell you all about the teachers he's got crushes on. Oh, yeah. Talk about... <laughs> Cheeks, oh oh, whole half hour. <laughs> you know, I was gonna talk about this episode. Like, ah, maybe I shouldn't talk about this episode. Now. Uh, it's a whole uh, lot of editing got to do. Yeah, come yeah. check out the Mass Music Radio store. We got some nice, some nice merch. Oh yeah, I, it looks a little slim here, but we got a lot of stuff at Shlomo's house too. So, oh, I got Man. one more thing to recommend. Go Su- support sustainable businesses. Why? Because like, I feel like a lot of businesses now, like they just feel like they're just pushing product out, and they don't realize they don't account for like the waste that like their product. Uh, generates that's no company actually thinks about that so i think any company that thinks about um completing the cycle of you know materials and waste and stuff i think we should support that more hell yeah support companies that recycle and recycle yourself that yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) i want to recommend and uh shout out the mass music morning show Ooh, yes sir we got dj crisscross jake liberty we have jimmy from the queue DJ Famous Seamus, <laughs> and of course myself. And then we always have guests come on here and there. So it's a lot of fun every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. I've actually, you know, we begin in early. So sometimes if you catch it, we'll get it at 8 a.m. Ooh. I'm saying 8. Oh, shit. Rerun again at 11. So stay tuned for that. Going dummy. Make sure you download the Mass Music Radio app. And uh, yeah, man. Appreciate stay everyone blessed. listening. I got to get back in. I was on that show like twice, like eight months ago. <laughs> And uh, if you like this episode, feel free to watch all the past episodes yes, of our Talks. We are right now in season two. We're going pretty, pretty well, if I do say so myself. We also have the first season that's on wherever you can find where all of your podcasts are. And, um, you know, it's sparking up. And gentlemen, thank you for joining us today while we discuss sure, appreciate teachers. It. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, thank and, you for having me. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Bada boom. Got the hook up